Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. Let's go into the trailer where obviously something very important is going to happen. I paid a lot of money to get you here. Uh Uh-huh. They say, you're not a normal zombie, Stan. I'm like, no, I got vision. He wants the temple. We can't give the dome away. I meet this uh, young man. Looks very much like this man here. But he was wearing armor? Other Egerton. Other Egerton. We did a small deal. Isn't it possible then that owning the Temple Idris, he then allows it to continue into the future? Look at, look at, look at all these little slot faces looking up at us. We can't just betray them. I was going to tell you the location of one of the keys. A hulk of a man in a well-put-together charcoal gray suit. Tony, you're going to go with you? He's going to show you where to put the temple. That's probably an entire squadron of demons. We're going to have to go through the real Badlands. This is the, the real Badlands. What, what's, what's this? Get down! Oh my god, there are tentacles coming out of the sand! Yeah. If you want to be a giant, snaky, tentacly yeah. thing that eats some people, you can be that too. All right, all right. All right. And he spits out to Bye, Draxor! What did I miss? The sun is setting on a long day. Worn into the sand are footsteps of each of the individuals plodding along, slowly falling further and further behind the person in front of them. In the lead are two zombies, and then we find each of our adventurers, with Egerton bringing up the rear with what's left of the empty canteens, and in the distance behind him is Tony, who keeps checking over his shoulder. Darcy. Yes. So, we've been doing all this walking and getting attacked by tentacle monsters. This is just for one of the keys? Yeah, I I guess so. How many keys do we need? I think she said three. Do we have a lead on the other two? Oh, no. What's what's going on, Egerton? Are you are you suffering from thirst because you drank all the water? Is that I'm what's just, happening? I just need a little more, just a little, because it's hot and far. This is the last time we take you on a desert trip. I would like that. The zombies at the front have stopped. Blat, you realize you're about to walk into one of them. The wearing the backpack, 
and you realize that they have come to a complete stop and in front of them is no longer sand there's just like the sand has become sort of watery and vaporizing off of it and sort of moving almost like liquid thus watery all right dead face what seems to be the oh it's a different climate wait is that quicksand all right sure that could very possibly be quicksand yes it's moving pretty slow for quicksand I'm sorry, I, I just assumed the quicksand did move slow. It, it's it's not actually quick sand. It doesn't just gobble you up all of a sudden. So it's like how we've been calling Tony Little? Sure. Okay, buddy. Why have we stopped? The demons are gaining on us. The demons are gaining on us? Well, I thought we lost the demons a long time ago. I think they picked us up after the last run-in with the tentacles. Oh, uh, well, um... And I'm still not happy that you married me to one of them. I didn't marry you. Just bonds of eternal friendship. Whatever. Why are all the canteens empty? That would be Egerton. I get thirsty real quick. He gets stupid even quicker. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with players Carter Siddle, Marisa King, and Michael Howie. Episode 43, Some Like It Hot. This is so bad. We're supposed to plant uh, the building in a place that isn't sand. This is officially not sand anymore. I know it's not quite where we wanted to go, but maybe this is close enough. You think a tree will grow in this? It's not going to grow in sand. Exactly. Uh, I didn't think we'd come so far across to the bogs. We're going to have to get across. Across the bogs? Yes, I... There's there's footholds, areas where you can stand, usually, that, that won't sink you into it. Well, black can fly. Okay, well, that's one of us. But the others, though. Yeah. Uh, how do you know where to step? Well, everyone starts searching for rocks. Well, can't Blatt carry us across? One by one? Or could Blatt fly across and drop things down to mark safe passage for us? Well, how how far is the bog? How far does it go? It's not really mapped. Uh, we need to cross it. We're not far now from where we need to plant the tree. If I haven't completely lost our way. Darcy? Yes? I need you to do me a favor if we get through this. Remind me to bring my cardiography tools next time. Ah. Uh. Okay. Look, we don't have a lot of time. The demons are going to be here. And I need someone to roll a seven-sided die to find out what this... Just one of those obvious seven-sided die? Yeah, what this liquid is made of. Today I shall roll, for I feel lucky. 
So prior, no, that's a six dice. You're going to have to roll something higher than six. So maybe the eight. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Uh, so we came up with a list of seven things ahead of this that there this might be. Come on, uh, seven. I thought we were just going to ignore the... Uh, nope. I want it to be one. seven. Okay. Well, we're going to try. That's a six. Oh, oh great. All right. So you have a strange spicy scent that's also somewhat vinegary and the sand looks reddish. You smell that? That actually doesn't smell so bad. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be that dangerous. Do you get a sense of tang? A tang? Yeah, yeah, I would call that a tang. There is a certain tang in the air. It's bubbling red. It's also 320 degrees. Oh, well, that's not a problem for me. Just a moment. Uh, we dip the old fingy in. Bring it out. Oh, yeah, it's smoking, everyone. It's smoking. Better watch out, those of you that are demons. Your, your finger's on fire. Mesquite. And uh, a slight smokiness. Yeah, everyone, this is basically barbecue sauce. Uh, oh, no. Nope. Got a, got a little bit of an aftertaste afterwards. No, hot sauce, hot sauce. Not sure where this is on the Kelvin scale, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, a tasty, dangerous treat. Could you just put a little bit in this vial for me for later, Blatt? You're literally dying of thirst. You want me to give you a vial of hot sauce? For later. All right, hand it over. Here you go. Why is there a bog of hot sauce in your desert? This is the Badlands, I'm not sure. Um, maybe some creature cooks its meals here? So you're saying that if we fall in, we'll basically be marinated right there and cooked? Well, I didn't realize it was a hot sauce, but yes. Are oh. you saying that this is a creature's giant kitchen? Um, I've never thought of it that way. We, we just need to find a way through. If it's a kitchen, I'll find the way. Oh, this is very good. This is quite exciting. He lives for this. Okay, Eggsy, here's your vial of a hot sauce, I guess. There might be things in it. I don't know. Thank you. All right, so the key is to figure out where the sugar is because kitchens tend to be centered around sugar. Cilantro? No, we're going the wrong way. What about this? I, I found this in a cave with a bunch of bats. Hmm, interesting sweetness. Put that aside for later. This plant, it's just growing chopped onions. Chopped that, onions? It's not a thing, it's just little diced onions. Perfect, we'll throw that into the pot too. I think these are five dead bodies. Oh, yeah, we should walk around those, they look diseased. But they're cooking nicely. Have you ever smelled a dead body that smelled this good? Keep moving, keep, keep moving. All right, fine. Now, I did not expect mosquitoes to get that big, but I'm glad we got away from them. Egerton is uh, bent over the fiery hot sauce pit of moving sand, and everyone is looking really tired and haggard as he turns back and raises up, Zelda style, the fairy cake of lava. And I need you to roll a d20. A d20? I don't get to roll those very often. So far, we've rolled a 10 and a 12. So these, most of these came from our fans. These are what happens when Egerton tries to make fairy cakes in this world without magic. 15. Okay. Uh, do, 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 whatever that Zelda song is. All right. 
Well, these look tasty. Wait, you're just you're just gonna eat it? Well, that's how you find out how they they taste. You, you, have, to... you have no idea what you've made. Well, maybe we could ask Tony to try it. Well, that just seems kind of cruel, or I don't know. Yeah, but he's the one who will tell us if it's great. Okay, it's just we're used to you behaving like an idiot because you're small and easy to handle if you get out of control. If we give it to Tony, who knows what'll happen? That's a fair point. Dude, would everyone prefer me to eat the fairy cake? Yeah, I think we need Tony to get us out of this. Tony, I'm doing this for you, buddy. I don't know what we're talking about. You see Egerton's skin begin to ripple and change color and his muscles begin to explode out on his body as he begins to grow, not in stature, but in bulk. But he's turning red, fiery hot sauce red as he becomes an Egerton Hulk-like creature. Well, this is great! Finally, a fairy cake that does something fairy good! cake! It's ironic. See, I didn't want to give it to Tony because I was worried he'd be too powerful for us to handle. So we give it to the small one, but now ultimately he's too powerful for us to handle. Handle. I think we should we should move forward in case this Egerton can help us get through any further obstacles. Oh, obstacles. very good. We'll put Eggsy first. Eggsy, you move on first. Move first. And Egerton turns and just does what? Well, kind of waddles because he's yeah. low and wide and full yeah. muzzle and just kind of starts marching. Okay, you put one foot forward and it's really hot. This this As your foot touches this fiery hot sauce liquid sand, smoke starts to come up as your like foot almost catches on fire. It doesn't hurt you horribly, but it's not pleasant. Uncomfortable. Let's go. Okay, well, maybe you should find some rocks, Egerton, to put your feet on, and we could follow you. Rock sandals, good idea. And I walk around in the hot stuff finding lava stones. Okay, so you're testing and testing. OG foot. Party forward. And Egerton begins to feel out. Uh, now, I will say that, uh, Eggsy, as you start to march across finding the stones through setting yourself on fire uh you do reach about a halfway point when it just feels like the far side of where you see the the sand rising up again in a dune just seems so close like such a small tiny leap away we close i jump rest uh, i'm sorry you're you're going to jump jump you come with uh Skinny Red, come with. Uh, okay, Skinny Red will come with. Uh, you folks stay here just in case um, fire bad and all of that. And Blatt unbuttons his shirt, spreads his wings. Okay, uh, leap, muscly, and I'll follow behind. Okay. And I leap forward. You see a tiny, bulky, red Egerton go many dunes off into the distance till it becomes a tiny speck and you hear a as he lands far far away and Blatt flies off after him which leaves Darcy standing at the front of the line in the center of a boiling pit of hot sauce as the zombies sort of stand confusedly behind you and you just see don't know where the touchstones are now you just see boiling sand ahead of you I don't know where the rocks are anymore. Tony, 
Huh? Uh, do you have any suggestions? Uh, um, uh, no, I don't... I don't even remember where the ones were behind us. Okay, well, does this kind of thing really affect zombies? I mean, can't you guys lose pieces of flesh? Oh, let's find out. And he grabs the backpack and just stiff arms one of the zombies off into it. And you just hear screams as it bursts into flames and slowly sinks below. Yep, yep, definitely affects zombies. Well, there goes some of our food rations. Great. Now what? Um, I I think we're waiting. Blat! Blat, you are flying over a few dunes when you see by the you cross over the second dune high in the air and you see ahead of you a massive camp. Not a lot of people but an entire world, like like the site of an archaeology dig where everything has been dug up and you see ground, like as if someone's dug down sometimes hundreds of feet beneath these sand dunes to find the soil. And you see it's all been cleared and you do see a few people moving between tents. And on the next dune, past the camp, you see Eggsy slowly diminishing in size. All right. Finally, we found some intellectuals. Nothing to worry about here. Unfortunately, I've also got Eggsy here, who's stupider than he's ever been. Maybe the fairy cake's worn off by now. But I know. I'll land. Make sure everything's okay with these uh, book-learning types. Hopefully, Eggsy will then reunite with me. And once I establish it safe, I'll fly back and collect Darcy and uh, our undead compatriots. Don't oh, have a pleasant conversation for once. You land, and you see coming out of one of the tents with a shovel and dragging a rake, a zombie with half of its arm gone, and it is slowly dragging and almost doesn't see you, just diverts around you slightly as it continues on its path. Zombies are definitely different in the far past than I was used to. Uh, all right. Um, maybe there's a more intelligent uh, zombie that's in charge of this. Uh, perhaps a zombie with the PhD, something like that. Uh, you do catch a glimpse as the flap is closing of the tent of someone in a three-piece charcoal suit inside. Ah, oh, well, at least they're... Uh, Certain individuals that know how to maintain a decent look. So Blatt, once again, buttons up his shirt, puts on his tie, and strides forward towards the tent. Okay, uh, you open the flap of the tent. Hi, Leo! Hello there! Sorry to interrupt. You folks digging up something important? You see two. Uh, zombies in full charcoal suits. They look very familiar. They look very much like Tony and the other guards that you saw back in the village with Stan. And neither of them speak. They turn to look at you and then they sort of look behind you and then one of them steps behind you to open the flap and look out the side behind you. Uh, no, I'm I'm actually here by myself. I I just landed to see if it was safe. We're trying to get past the swamp. 
The hot sauce swamp? Do you know about the hot sauce swamp? One of them kneels down and starts to draw what looks like a tree and then looks at you. Oh, yes. Oh, you communicate very well. You've already got the heads up. Yes, we're bringing the tree. We haven't reached the X where the tree goes. We're trying to get there now. The other one steps up behind you and starts to pat you down as if looking for weapons or the tree. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry, my overly enthusiastic undead friend. Uh, I don't have the tree. The tree is coming. I'm the scout. Scouting ahead. Avoiding danger. The one kneeling points at the tree so hard that his finger goes into the dirt and looks a little angry now and taps it again. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this where the tree goes? Are you digging hole for tree? Shakes his head, shakes his head, and then opens the flap and waits for you to come outside. Oh, all right. Well, I'll follow you then. Okay. Uh, how far are we from X where tree goes? He steps forward a couple hundred yards, keeps looking back for you to follow, and then comes to an edge, and you see a giant hole, like like massive, that could potentially fit what you knew to be the ancient giant tree of Temple Idris. This is where tree goes. He nods and then points. Right, okay, again, I am presently without tree. And black Shakes tree. head and points. Turns his pockets inside out. No tree, me scout, bring tree lady, plant tree. Does not look happy. Do you know way through swamp? Just cocks his head and points for the hole. Oh, Lord, it's like talking to Eggsy. Um, did you see red dot fly through sky, land on other side of camp? Points at the hole. All right, okay. Um, okay, here's how this is going to go. I'm going to fly back and bring Tree Lady. You sense somebody coming up behind you quite quickly. And uh, Blatt turns around thinking it might be Egerton. Somebody pulls a canvas over your head and you are encapsulated in some kind of... Sack. Sack, thank you. Now, wait a second. I'm the scout. You can't treat the scout this way. And you're being picked up in the air and carried away. Well, how am I supposed to go back to get the tree if you captured me? I thought you were intellectuals! That sack being carried away sounds an awful lot like Blatt. Well, maybe these nice zombies will know where he went off to. Excuse me, kind zombies. I'm looking for my friend Blatt. One of the zombies steps away and the other ones continue to carry forward as the sack continues to talk as it moves off into the distance. Now, I'm sorry. I thought the book learning would have made you a bit different than average ruffians, but you're really just undead rubes. You know that, don't you? He's a little bit taller than me, kind of red. Sounds a little bit like that sack. Uh, so the zombie in the charcoal three-piece suit kneels down and draws a picture of, like, a person that's skinny with wings. Yeah, that's him. Shakes his head as oh. if he hasn't seen him. Okay. Well, I, do you mind if I just hang out here and wait and see if he shows up? And that's when you feel a sack going over your head and you're being lifted up into the air and carried away. It's 
the beginning of the middle of the end of time and other bothers. Yeah, it is. Hey, it's Eli doing the announcements this week. Hope you're all well. Uh, hope you're all getting to take a breath this week. It's It's been a time. Uh, we've been really glad to hear your comments and posts about uh, the show being back now. Uh, so happy that uh, so many of you are finding it entertaining and delightful. Uh, we've got the next few episodes recorded now, uh, trying to get ahead of the game again. Uh, and oh boy, does this story go places. Uh, I cannot wait to get these episodes out to you. Uh, as always, thank you to everyone who's been funding us over on Patreon. Uh, you folks keep us running seriously. Uh, we're still going through our ridiculously long backlog of awesome people, uh, who have been Patreon backers since forever TM. Um, so huge, huge thanks to Amy Redcliffe, Colton Chapin. Uh, as always, I hope we're getting these pronunciations at least close. Uh, uh my apologies if not Tintin Kalao. Hooray. Audio drama Rama. Hey, Alex, how you doing? Kyle Bergeron, thank you. Nick, Jeff Goldman, Sylvia Bay, the unstoppable Rachel Rauch, uh, writer and uh, mainstay of our Discord, and Amelia Cates, thank you so much. Thank you, all of you. You keep the gas in our tank, or I don't know, the milliamp hours in our battery. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you all rock. And we are so grateful. Uh, and let's move on before I try to make another terrible metaphor. Bye for now. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. This is the emergency broadcast system. Please, stay inside. The shattering is here. Shattering? Until further notice, you will need to remain in place. In place? This is an emergency broadcast service. Thank you. In place? I'm allowed to leave my house to see anyone that I am related to or have constant dealings with? I was just going to look out the window. Ah, it's shattering everywhere. Ah, it's the shattering gets so bad. Ah. You may have looked outside your window, in which case you've noticed there's a bit of darkness. But really, it's nothing to worry about. This has been a message from your government. Ah, you can't fool me. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's not the night time. It should not look like that. And usually night is quite so swirly about and evil looking. And I uh, got to stay inside. I can stay inside. I do not need anything. I can entertain myself. First of all, I can make myself a nice hot day. I don't have any food! The cabinet's a bear! Oh, I'm so hungry. Well, I don't think it would be too wrong if maybe I just opened 
one little portal that you could go somewhere to get some little food. This is another message from your government. No portals are allowed during the shattering lockdown. I repeat, no portals are allowed. Please do not enter, create, or come through a portal during this time, not even to get food or other essential supplies. Thank you for your cooperation. This is a problem when you elect a socialist government. They always impose such limitations upon you. Just because most people don't have portal technology doesn't mean that the few who have portal technology should not be allowed to use it just because I was smart enough to sell portals. I think you should use it. Oh, no, that sounds familiar. Hey! I was told not to let you in. I have to stay in place because there's so much shattering about. Oh, just open the window. Open the window? Just a little bit. Just a crack. Just imagine feeling air across your skin again. I could maybe turn on my portable fan to do that. I'm not supposed to do anything. Oh, is that a knock at the door? Is that the pizza man? Oh, it's the pizza man. Oh, I didn't order, but he knew I didn't have any food. Just a minute. You stay here. You don't come in, okay? Okay. All right, just a minute. I have to find my wallet. Oh, I think he's leaving. You'd better move oh, fast. Oh, this is my folding money. Okay, that's here. All right. <coughs> <laughs> Am I wearing pants? Yeah, I have pants on. Open the door! Yeah, hello! Thank you. That's no pizza then. <laughs> Help the portal salesman out before he's eaten by the shattering. You can contribute by going to patreon.com slash albasalix. We could really use your help. So I get some pizza money from the Patreon? Is that what I do? Maybe I could just sell you a board. We return to the center of the bubbling pit of hot sauce as you start to realize it's been a long time. Um, you, you're sure Blatt's coming back? Uh, I'm not sure of anything, Tony. This is all your gig. Maybe you could tell me why Blatt and Egerton aren't coming back to get us. Obviously, they wouldn't abandon us here. We're, if I'm right, we're very close to the site. I don't understand. Well, well, can't you send up a flare or something? I mean, this site we're going to, is there anyone there already? Tony turns and looks at the pool. Oh, Ralph had the flares on him. Aha. Okay. Well, I may not look like it, but I'm a very fragile creature when it comes to boiling hot sauce-like stuff. I won't do well in this. You're bigger than me, so maybe you should try finding the rocks, and if your feet get a little burnt, that shouldn't be so bad. Okay. Well, let's try and switch positions. Um, Hold on. I, I'm just standing on a precarious one. You're going to have to put your foot over here. i got to get in front where you are. Uh, okay. Um, so just... Uh, yep. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, God. Careful. Oh. Okay. Roll defy danger. Okay, and what can I use here? Dex? Yep. Which is plus seven. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, I have rolled a six. Plus one. Which plus one is seven. Partial success. 
Uh, okay, so you're going to succeed. Who do you want this to work badly for? You or Tony? I want it to go... I want it to go badly for Tony rather than me. Okay. So you are... You manage to jump over and get onto Tony's perch, but he has a second where he starts to fall and you reach out and steady him and he looks like it's all going to be okay. And then he topples over into the lava pit. Can someone roll a d6 for me? One. <laughs> nice. Uh, and he lets up a scream and rolls over as he's catching on fire and he's trying to clamber back up onto the stone, but he's having trouble finding it. Can someone roll Defy Danger for me, for Tony? Two, two d6. Eight. This one. Uh, and he manages to do it, but he takes another round of damage. Roll that d6, Carter. Three. Uh, so he's clambered up, and he's this massive holding guy, just, like, like trying to not touch the sand. He's just perched there. He's still on fire. His hair, one side of his hair, the other side of his fedora has fallen off, and so half his brain is hanging out. And he's sort of just gasping for breath as he's perched now uh, where you were. I meant to do that. Uh, uh, surely you did. Uh, was it hot? Oh, yeah, it's a little hot. So we have a problem. Neither of us are very resilient against this stuff. Yeah. Um, right, I'm going to try feeling my way. 2d6 for me. He's going to try feeling his way through the hot. Yeah, hot he's going to try and find the... Seven, eight. Eight. So his foot catches on fire, and he's like, ah, 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 and then he manages to put it down, and he's like, oh, I found the next stone. And he's like trying to put the fire out with like patting at it with his hand. Okay, we got, we're, we're ahead one. Come on. Okay. Let's go. So I climb up the back of the other zombie, and I sort of urge them forward to follow Tony as I ride on the back. Use their ears to steer. That zombie. No, I wouldn't be that cruel, Michael. <laughs> We're back in camp as Egerton, the sack containing Egerton, is carried away into the distance, and one of the zombies stops, letting the others proceed as he turns back, looking over the dune as you see little flashes of fire going up into the air and some yelling, and then some relief talking, and then there's a pause and another flash of fire and yelling. And it's a few minutes later when over the dune comes a somewhat singed Tony, and riding a zombie is Darcy behind him. Okay, that that was actually really impressive. We made it. Uh, yeah, yeah, most of me did. Yeah, well, you know, maybe it'll come back. Uh, yeah, that's how zombies work. Yeah, um, okay. I guess not. Uh, well, you look, the camp. Uh, we've made it to the camp. I mean, I knew we'd make it to the camp. Okay, well, well, where where do you suppose? I mean, Blatt would have seen this, right? Blatt! Blatt, we're here! Uh, where, where, do you, where do you think they went, Tony? I mean, I don't know. just I this see, one camp. Where I see Johnson they? down there. I'll, I'll go talk to him. And he walks forward to speak to Johnson, and they seem to be in some kind of conversation. And then he returns to you. So? Oh, um, I think the, the, the long skinny one is here, as is the little one. Okay, great. Where are they? Um, well, they, they have them in the main tent. They, they're a little confused and upset. Um... 
they they seemed to think that um they were trying to renege on the deal. Wh- why? I don't know. I think we need to get to the main tent. Okay, just as long as they haven't been hurt, because that was definitely not part of the deal. Well, if they renege on the deal, um, the instructions are pretty severe and immediate. Oh, so you have instructions, do you, Tony? Well, yeah, he said don't cross him. Yeah, well, do you do everything he says? Um, yes. Because I just want to remind you that a while back, you were almost dead, and my friend Egerton saved your life. So maybe there should be some shifting of allegiances here. Did you ever think of that? No. Oh, maybe that's because half of your brain has leaked. Oh, sorry. I need to get a new fedora. I'll try and push that back in. Helps to keep it in. Yeah. Well, let's get to the main tent before they're, you know, gone. Okay, Blatt, you've been unceremoniously dropped and hit the ground. (laughs) And you hear... Another muffled sack coming in as you spill out of yours and see you're in a large uh, sort of, it's a large tent, very uh, just industrial, but there's lots of tools everywhere. And there are five fully charcoal suited zombies who do not look happy. And they are dropping another small bag at your feet, uh, which when they drop it says, What? <laughs> Vlad, are you here? Yes, Eggsy, I'm here. Okay, we're in a dark cavern. I can't see you, but I can hear you. You're in a sack. Is that what they call a cavern here? They, it's very, very dark. They call sacks sacks. You're in a bag. You're in a canvas bag. Okay, so I think if we start running together, we'll be able to get our way out of here, okay? Ready? Just follow my voice. Are you running One, to get out of the sack? Two, or are you ready to get three. out of the Ow. You're in a sack, in a tent. And from outside, you hear a familiar voice approaching. Blatt! Egerton, are you in there? Yeah, you see? You see? Our compatriots have caught up with us. We've done nothing wrong. We bring tree. We are tree bringers. You are sack gatherers. The zombies seem to be picking up what you thought were tools, but they're things like rusty saw pliers, crowbar. Okay, now I see the problem here. You're using a crowbar to dig a massive hole? You zombies don't know the slightest thing what you're doing. You're a terrible archaeologist and even worse gardener. And one of them swings the crowbar for your head, Blatt. Blatt ducks. Roll defy danger. (laughs) Three. Oh. With my dexterity, that's a two, so that's a five. Oh, my God. Uh, Eli, sound of a crowbar hitting a skull. (laughs) Uh, Would you please roll 1d6 for me, Carter? Six. (laughs) Okay, but you take six damage. You see stars. Holy dear, Loxon! Oh, God! What did you do that for? What happened, Blatt? What's wrong? I'm being beaten with a crowbar by an idiot! How do you know it's a crowbar? It's so dark in here. The tent flap opens, and in steps Tony, followed by Darcy. Blatt! Eggert, what's going on here? Darcy, you're in the cave, too? Yes! Where are you? I, I, I'm i over here. Can you follow my voice and come to me? You see a sack sort of shuffling around. Egerton, you're in a... 
in a sack. I run over to the sack and I pull it open. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah. Lad, I was in a sack the whole time. I know. I've been hit in the head and I still know you're in a sack. Tony is raising both hands and trying to step between you and the other zombies, but they are walking around him and he turns. He's like, show them you have the tree. Someone. Well, I, I do. I have the tree and I hold up the dome and uh, show the zombies. They all stop. Yeah, that that's right. I've got the tree. You want you want the tree? You leave my friend alone. And one of them steps to the flap and opens it, gesturing you to proceed. All right, but but you leave that crowbar here. Okay. And I slowly walk out of the tent. They follow, all carrying their weapons. And you are led to a very large it's like pit you come to the edge it's almost like being at the edge of a cliff it is so deep and you see raw soil way down there and it is maybe uh, half a click across and it's basically the size that that giant temple idris tree would have been in back in the world you knew but what what you want me to drop this in there tony steps behind you you have to plan it or whatever you need to do what do you mean, what do I need to do? You, do you not see it's in a dome? How do I get it out of the dome? I'm just a zombie. I don't know. Are, are there instructions on the bottom? Sometimes they put instructions on the bottom. Wait, I, and I actually turn it over just because I'm so desperate. No, I don't see anything on the bottom. It says made in Balgamar. It, it, it says nothing except where it was made. Where was it made? Balgamar, where do you think? Long live Boltius! Long live Boltius. Long live- Oh, my head hurts! What did they do to Blatt? He says they hit him with a crowbar, but it was so dark in that cave, I don't know how he could tell. <sighs> okay, listen. I This is just a very little tree. You can see that. And you want me to go all the way down there and plant this? Tony's just sort of looking confused. You, you don't know how to plant it? Oh. Eggsy, when he struck the deal, he's... Told Stanny, knew how to plant the tree. Gee, Eggsy, do you know how to plant a tree? Well, I re- I remember reading in a book when I was little that you plant a tree and you sow it with love, and that's what grows. Okay. Well. You see all the slot up against like the glass, waving at you. They're so excited that someone has pulled the 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 snow globe out and they're all running around and one of them's running inside to get Mother Speckly. Hey, hey guys! I'm hoping everything's gonna be just fine. One of them's running up with a sign and so tiny it's hard to read it, but you think think it says... What? Save us. Well, I'm trying! (laughs) Hello! Hi there! Guys, how are we gonna get this out of the dome? Okay. Here's what I think has to happen. Shh! Quieter the zombies will hear. I don't know if you've noticed, but I think these are zombie gangsters. I think it's very possible that if we give the zombies what they want, they will not give us the key, but instead beat us with crowbars. Trust me, I have first-hand experience with this. Oh, so you mean you're saying to me, Darcy, who said this two days ago, don't trust the zombies? I'm, I'm right here and I feel like I'm being treated like a stereotype. You know, it's really not appropriate to talk about zombies in front of the zombies. Get over here. Get over here. Get, I, over, here. Get over here with the okay. two of us. Okay, okay, okay. Here's what I think has to happen. I think we have to go down there. I think we don't have to plant the tree. It'll 
grow to the size it was that we remember, and then the slot will get released. And then the slot can help us if the zombies try something. Um, but what if it takes the tree 8,000 millennia or whatever to grow to the normal size it is when we saw it because we're way back in the past, bazillions of years ago? Maybe it's just a shrinky-dink. Or it could be a shrinky-dink, but I don't know. So instead, we're going to say, Oh, gotta tell you, I don't know anything about gardening. And then they're gonna kill us. Yeah, I don't, okay, I don't like that option. <gasps> All right, fine. I have an idea. Oh, no. Have you been hit on the head with a crowbar? Probably. What's the idea? We plant it and then put the hot sauce on it. That is not how you plant a tree. That's not how we would plant a tree in Balgamar, but that doesn't mean it won't work here. Well, I don't see any reason why it would work here. Because the hot sauce was a river. I don't want to kill this tree. We're not going to kill it. We're going to grow it. Okay, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to ask the slot. That's what we're going to do. And I hold the dome up to my face. Okay, and I as look- you lift it, you see all the slot fly into the air. And they're all sorry, scrambling around. Sorry, And I look very closely and I say to the slot, Slod, do you know if your tree was planted in a desert? Yeah, yeah. No, go and, go and write the answer. Can you hear me? Go and write the answer on something. Yeah, ask, can you get Mother Speckly? They nod. Okay, get Mother Speckly. Okay. You see a figure in a hood come rushing out with a bunch of slod leading them. Mother, yes, hello, nice to see you. I'm wondering she if She starts you know- writing. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Holds up a sign, takes a bunch of them, hold up, it's so big. Uh-huh. It says, please let us out. <sighs> I don't think they really know. I think Vlad's right. I think we have to go down into the crater. Um, Are there stairs or a, a mover? They point, and there's like these rickety ladders that go way down to one level, and then you move over, and there's another ladder that rickety goes down to the next level. It keeps going all the way down. But to do you have um, an elevator? They all move a little closer with all their weapons held. Okay. Once again, I must take off my shirt. Where are you getting all these shirts? It's the same shirt as, oh, Lord, does this need to be laundered. Okay. Put that shirt down. Put the tie down. Vlad unfurls his wings. He's stumbling about. Okay, we can do this one of two ways. Either you give me the tree and I go down and try to plant it, or I bring you down one at a time with the tree and then we try to plant it. You start to notice that the hand that you're holding this globe with basically the temple injuries inside it, your hand's starting to feel strange. Like, it takes you... It's like... It's like you've been disconnected from something this whole time that you've sort of forgotten what it feels like to be connected to magic and your god. And it's like it's all coming up through one hand right now, the one that's been holding this globe as you're watching and Vlad is talking. Uh, what what, what did you say, Vlad? I can take the tree, go down the flappity-flap and plant the tree, or I come up one at a time, bring you down, and we plant the tree together. Togetherness! I... Uh, yeah, I, I think we should stay together, um, but it's I'm a not... a trickle of blood coming down Black's head. I'm not he... sure you're safe to fly. No, I'm good to go. I can drive. Someone give me my keys. Okay. Eggsy, 
You're first. Come on. In okay. the driver's seat. Okay, no, let's go. I don't know Egerton. And I, I sit down on Blatt's foot, hugging his leg. Okay, that's good. See? Now I'm a bit more upright. So, okay. So, who wants to go next? Uh, do I bring the zombie down? Do you want to come down? We're not bringing any zombies down. They just want us to go down. Okay, then we're going to go down. All right. So, come here. If you get on my other leg, we can do this all at once. Hang on tight now. And make sure that your arms stay inside during the I think this is a very bad idea, but frankly, their rickety ladder setup doesn't inspire much more confidence. Nothing but bad ideas for the last two years. Let's go! And Blatt steps off the edge, like straight as a board, slowly turning into a full-on dive as you are racing down hundreds of meters. Ah! It's exciting! I know! It's exciting! The gift of flight! My Run. arm is outside the ride. My arm is outside I the ride. I told you not to do that. Yeah. Open the picture. <laughs> we cut to all three of you standing in the center of this giant pit that is almost impossible to see the all the edges from down where you are, and you're standing there, and Darcy is still holding the globe. Okay, so we're gonna plant it here. I'm gonna go lie down over here for a while. Well, okay, we still need to figure out how to get the dome open. Uh, here, I'm going to put them down on the on the ground here. <gasps> what if we don't need to get the dome open? What do you mean? Oh, I just wondered what we would do if we don't get the dome open. Like, we're supposed to open the dome and plant the tree, right? But what if we can't open the dome? What do we do? Well, I don't think the tree was ever meant to be in this dome, so I don't think it's as if it's, you know, a seed and the tree's going to come out of it. I think we got to get it out of the dome. But I don't want to break it. What if we break it? Just a little bit, though. Okay, hypothetically, if we were to break it, what would we break it with? Um, we can probably find a pebble around here or something and just kind of like tap, tap, tap and get a little hole. Oh, boy. And then slowly let all of it out. Go. Like a balloon. It'll go... It's hard when the other good idea person has a concussion and I have to rely on you. What I think will be a good idea is we write on cue cards the answers to the test and then we read them over beforehand and then it's not called cheating, it's studying. And oh, my head... All right. Uh... Okay, I'm going to go get a pebble. Okay. And here's a triangle one. And here's a square one. And this is a lopsided one. I think the triangular one will be you, fine. You think? Okay, but oh, there's a big one over. That's like a rock over there. But that one might be too much. Too, what if I Let's... use the rock to hit the pebble? Just get the pebble. Okay, I've got a pebble. And we'll just, all right, put it on the dome here. And I'm going to very gently just give a little tap, 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 tap. Okay. Uh, nothing happens. All uh, right. Uh, um, not, it's not working yet. Well, maybe a little harder? All, all right, here we go. Little Tap, 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 tap. You think you hear a bit of a, like a crack sound? Oh. But nothing happened. Okay, okay, okay. I think we're getting there. We're getting there. We just got it's, it's like opening a, a, you know, a canteen that's been shaken up too much. You have to do it slow and let the hiss out slow. So it goes, because if you'd open it at once, you just goes, Darcy. You see like a bit of a like crack forming and like m- cracking outward across the gra- glass, like, you know, sp- spidering out from the pebble. Okay, put it put it down. Put okay, it down. I okay. think it's going to crack. You, I know. It's, 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 okay. And okay. it explodes 
open in a blinding flash of light. While Egerton was still holding it. The End of Time and Other Bothers with your Game Master Sean Howard and players Michael Howie, Marisa King, and Carter Siddle. Dialogue editing by Michael Howie. Transcription by Michael Howie and Marisa King. Music and sound design by Eli Hamada McElveen. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. Supporting producers, Kim Bellinger, Becky Arenavar, Kona, and Lillianne Johnston. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. Supporters get early access to episodes, weekly bonus content, and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at otherbothers.com. How about you stub your toe? You stub your toe. You that, really, that really escalates it. No, no, no. You keep stubbing your toe every three steps. You stub your toe, oh, no, even I if think, there's nothing there. I think there. that'll get uh, Hot sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> oh. How? What? See, I'm being too logical. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, just come okay. up with silly stuff. Uh, all right. Wolverine toad. <laughs> Wolverine toad. Oh, put Wolverines down. I want Wolverines down. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you love actual plays D&D, Hades, or Greek mythology and improv, be sure to check out Rogue Runners Volume 1 in the Blood to follow the adventures of Alexander the Great, King of Macedon, and Drunk Paladin. Oh, sorry. I guess now I'm Alexander the Grump. Rolf, part-time sorcerer, full-time boomer. Is it a sex thing? It was a sex thing! Arete, stealthy rogue and even thirstier mobster. Mm, have you bathed and brought to my tent? And Annie, legendary bard and chocolate milk fanatic. Together, these four wretched shades will battle their way out of hell for another chance at life, with a little help and hindrance from gods and monsters alike. Word of advice when you're opening up these things, you're supposed to say, Olympus, I accept this message, in some really serious voice. Take your place among the living again. Your tactics are adept, if too elegant for my tastes. My dear, saying no is never a crime. (laughs) You hit like a Philistine. You're not getting out of here alive, wretches. A pinky promise? A double pinky promise. When you die, you'll have to tell me all about it. Rogue Runners, an actual play audio drama made during the pandemic, all while maintaining proper social distancing. And I'll follow at a six-foot distance. How about a five-foot distance for D&D purposes? Sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 